live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Welcome to Live from America. We are live at 5 p.m. Eastern Time right here from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire. Thank you so much for giving me the second hour of the day today. Of course, you watched at 11 a.m. this morning. And if you haven't watched that show, that's okay. Because that means when you get home tonight, after you have dinner, after you put the kids down, you can just get on YouTube, pop on uh, both shows, and binge watch both of them. That's always fun, too. So thank you guys very much for joining in today. It is April 5th already, year of our Lord, 2021. I'm your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, but God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot. And I just want to thank you so very much, and God bless you for joining in today. Uh, i got a great show for you today. We're going to be talking about uh, Spirit Airlines and what happened with them today. We're going to be talking about uh, the California Democrats' plan to get around the recall of Governor Gavin Newsom. We got some Texas uh, information for you, for you today. We're going to be talking about the boycotts and some other things as well. So, uh, we got a lot of people watching already online. We got people watching through the website. And for those that w- uh, listen on the podcast, thank you very much for listening. Even though my voice is not the greatest voice to listen to, I appreciate it anyway. And for all those who watch later on, for the thousands and thousands who watch these videos later on, please do me the honor of sharing the video out for your friends, family, and even your church congregation because it's uh, everything's clean here, no swearing, and we spread the word, and we spread positivity, and that's all you can ask for in this world. So thank you all very much for joining in. Let's give some live shout-outs real quick here to Karen Lovelace from the Sunshine State of Florida. How you doing, Karen? Good to see you. Thank you for joining in. Jamie Bridges. She says, Jeremy, my hoodie came today. I love it. Hello from Illinois. Which which uh, which hoodie did you get? Uh, let me know in the comments. Uh, Julie Ebby from Iowa, not too far from Illinois. Jamie Schultheis from Seattle. Gloria Cranmore from Michigan. How you doing? Cecilia Young, good to see you from Central Texas. Julie Incline, always on time. How you doing, Julie? Good to see you. Becky Adams. We've got Linda Cassidy from Michigan and Patricia Patricia Allison from Arlington, Texas. Let's give a couple more here. Renee Taylor, can someone please send me Jeremy's email address? Everything that you should need to know is right down there below um, for you to to get a hold of me, either on social media or or wherever. Uh, Angie Jackson says, hello from North Carolina. And Mary uh, D'Agostino from Rockford, Illinois. I used to live in Rockford, Illinois, actually. Uh, State Street. I think it was 6 State Street or State Street 6, something like that, but small world, right? I'd also like to give a shout out to Tara Lawson because it's Tara Lawson's birthday today. Uh, she loves the show, apparently, and her husband said, hey, it's my, it's my wife's birthday today. Would you please give her a shout out? And I said, well, of course I would. So happy birthday to you, Tara Lawson. I'd also like to give a shout out to, and I hope I say this, guy, this guy's last name right, Benny Clow. Benny Klaus, C-L-O-G-H, it looks like. Um, he put out his first rock CD, and um, he emailed me. I came across his email today. Of course, it's like you know a little over a week behind, but I came across his email today, and he put out a, uh, a new uh, a rock album talking about how he became uh, on his journey to Christ and how he came to the Lord. So uh, it, the, the album is called Aria of Fire. That's A-R-I-A of fire so check it out give it a listen and we always want to support our uh our fellow brothers and sisters in christ in this movement all right now i do want to show you one more thing here check this out well actually a couple things we've got i wanted to thank um carol baker why because i i got a backup for this one i got a backup for this one carol baker made this for me and it's so big that I gotta stretch out big time for you to see it. Okay, let's see here. Let's see if we can get it. See if we can get it all stretched out here. Check this out. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Carol Baker, thank you so very much for hand making this amazing quilt for me. I don't know if everybody even seen it, but it has 
uh, our wonderful president Donald Trump on there. It has me on there. It has uh, right way, wrong way, Yahweh on there. And I just really appreciate that very, very much from Carol Baker. So thank you very much. I'd also like to thank Barbara Peters because she sent some books for my children. And uh, it's, it's always nice when I get gifts, but it's even nicer when you guys actually send my uh, my, my wife and kids gifts because they really get a kick out of it. You know, they put, they put up with so much for me to be, uh, involved in this, in this world as much as I am. And I'd also like to give a big shout out to Carol Sansom because Carol Sansom sent live from America a donation, but for Bibles, she said, here's my donation. I cannot believe how many people out there don't have Bibles. She said, please use this to buy Bibles so that you can give away more Bibles out there to folks who are really needing to hear the word. So, before we uh, get uh, started today, I would like to tell you that we did not give away our Bible earlier today. We were going to give it away last Friday. Of course, I didn't do a show. So I was going to give a Bible away today on 11 o'clock show, and it completely slipped my mind. So I have two Bibles, courtesy of Ann Brink. One is for an adult, and one is for a child. And uh, I actually... Uh, would like to give those away right now. So I'm going to grab a pen. And if you have a, a child, if you have a, a small toddler, five, six years old even maybe, and you need a Bible, a very first Bible, it's called My First Read and Learn Bible, um, I would love to send this to you. And also a wonderful King James Version, uh, really nice purple um, uh, outer material to it. And it's a King James giant print. Okay? So we have Lisa McGuire who says that she needs the beginner Bible. Alright? So Lisa McGuire, I'm going to write your name down. And if you could, Lisa, please email me at jeremy at jeremyharrell.com and put I won the Bible as a, a header so that I can find it. Okay? I'm going to write your name down. And... Uh, I'm sure you've emailed me before, so we'll we'll get right to it. And then, so that's the that's the beginner Bible, and I'm going to give. Let's see, um, I'm going to give the King James Version Bible to. Let's see, I'm rolling through here, and it says Adam McPhee. Adam McPhee, I'm going to give this Bible to. Let me see. I'm going to write your name down we got so many people out there that need Bibles. So I've, wrote, I've written down both of your names. Please email me to jeremy at jeremyharrell.com. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to make this a little bit better. Uh, once the new website takes frame this, this month and we get the directory of businesses in there and all the things that we're already working on, I'm actually going to build a section where if you need a Bible... And for some reason you don't have one. I know it's sometimes it's even hard to go and get a Bible because you're afraid that people are going to, you know, uh, judge you and whatnot. So I'm going to make a section on the website for people who want Bibles and need Bibles to go on there and fill out who you are. So I'll just go on there and I will start sending Bibles to those folks and I'll start announcing who who gets the Bibles rather than asking on here because so many people are on here. I wish I could give it to everybody. You know what I mean? Uh, Annette says, no, King James was a homosexual that changed all sorts of biblical translations. Um, I'm, you know, I, we could have another whole discussion on that. Uh, but the King James Bible seems to be a very good Bible, a go-to Bible that most Christian schools actually use. Um, and so I'm, I'm, I'm doing what I can. Okay. I don't know the history of every Bible, but I'm doing what I can. So I'm going to give away these two Bibles to Adam McPhee and Lisa McGuire. Uh, again, Jeremy at jeremyharrell.com. Let's get right to the, to the, to the word. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to read from Jesus Calling here, April 5th, year of our Lord, 2021. And it says this, I enable you to go on the heights. You may think that the heights refers to the very top of the mountain that you are climbing. But if you stop and look at how far up you've come, you'll realize you are already on a high place. So relax a bit and gaze lovingly at me. The glory of my presence is all around you. And that's a great, that is a great devotional that's going to point to, to two wonderful uh, passages in the Bible. Because what I like about this is that it says, sometimes you need to just stop. Sometimes you need to just stop. You need to just look at where you've come. Look at where you used to be. Look at where you've been. Look how far you've come. 
and relax and enjoy God's presence. Rejoice in what you've been given. Rejoice in the grace that you've been given. Rejoice in the unity through the grace, through the word that you do have. Sometimes we don't look at what we do have. We look at what we don't have. When we really need to go, wow, look how far we've come. Look at the heights that we are compared to where we used to be. Because I know where I used to be. I know where I used to be. (laughs) It's way, if we're talking about heights, I'm literally sitting on top of Mount Everest right now compared to where I used to be. All right? So uh, that is referencing uh, Habakkuk 3.19 that says, The Sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to go on the heights. And also Isaiah 6, 1 through 3 in the New King James Version, that says, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above it stood uh, seraphim, uh, seraphim. Each one had six, each one had six wings. With two he covered his face, with two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. And one cried to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts, the whole earth. Is full of his glory. And before you turn out the light tonight, be on the lookout for the pleasures I have prepared for you on this upward journey. I can infuse joy into the steepest climb as you move upward and upward and upward into heaven. So thank you guys very, very much for uh for doing for allowing me to to, to give you the word at the beginning of every show. Thank you for enjoying the word at the beginning of every show. And thank you for taking what uh, we talk about here and and seeing how that applies to your life. Because literally we can sit here and talk till we're blue in the face, but unless it's for the right reason and unless it's for God first, none of it really matters. None of it does. Not us sitting here giving the dumb, dumb awards of the day or the smarties or the I, nobody cares button. None of it. None of it matters unless we put that first. And if you think otherwise, then maybe we should watch the show a little bit more. Or maybe rewind the first part and watch the first part twice. Uh, so it'll help you a little bit <laughs> a little bit better. That's what it did for me anyway. Uh, so let's do the Lord's Prayer. And then we'll get started with the first and foremost section of today, right here on Live from America. So if you can say it out loud, say it loud for God to hear it. Or if you can't, for whatever reason, make sure you say it with me in your mind internally so the Spirit can hear it. Okay? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And you know what's cool about that too? The Lord's Prayer is that so many people message me Uh, email me, message me through Telegram or Instagram or wherever and say, you know what? I remember saying the Lord's Prayer as a kid, but I'd forgotten it. And now I say it word for word with you. Rhonda Crum says, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things to Christ who strengthens me. And that's 100% correct. That's 100% correct. And she said that's engraved on the back of the Jesus calling that she sent me. Yes, it is. And I want to thank you for that. And obviously, you probably put that there because it's on my website as well. It's my favorite Bible verse. And I just want to thank you so much for sending that. Um, Okay, let's get right to the first and foremost section of today. Again, it is day 87 of military occupation in our nation's capital Uh, on the ground, on U.S. soil, where it should not be, for no reason whatsoever, even though we just had a Muslim attack the Capitol the other day. But you don't hear about that in the news. You don't hear them using that in order to put the double fence back up. Still just a single fence in most places. And also, day 383 of the longest 15 days to slow the spread that I have ever seen in my life. And I will not change the beginning of this show with the flag and the barbed wire until... They remove the entire barricade around our nation's capital, all three miles of it, and give it back to us, you know, the people who pay for it. The people who pay for their for their place that they get to conduct their business and for, pay their salaries. You know, us, the boss. Be nice if we could walk through once in a while and see it. You know, send our kids there on educational bus trips, class trips, and, and, and go there as family so that we can show our children our history of this wonderful country where in God we trust is engraved in the top of the chambers on both sides of the house. So, you know, you know, maybe that'd be nice. Um, the first and foremost section of today is the boycotts that are going on. Now, 
we can boycott American Airlines, Delta Airlines, um, Southwest Airlines, Woca Cola, Dell, and all these other uh, and all these other companies. We can we can boycott them all day until we're blue in the face, which I personally I am doing. However, think about this: they are boycotting Georgia, which is costing um, millions of people millions of dollars in wages, which is hurting them. And somebody made a good point earlier on Telegram that I wanted to bring up. I want to play devil's advocate here for a minute. Because think about this. All of those companies that I just mentioned, every single one of them, employ regular, everyday, average Americans who are being caught up in this boycott war that's going back and forth. And it's not their fault. It's not the employees of Delta's fault. It's not the employees of Woca-Cola's fault that the top brass decides that they want to be in Woketopia and that they want to put out statements that they have no business putting out. So here we are. We're boycotting them, which is hurting the families of the workers that work at those businesses. And they're boycotting us, which is hurting the people that work at the businesses in the states that they're boycotting. So all in all, ladies and gentlemen, who's winning? Who is actually winning? I will tell you who's winning. China is winning. This is classic, classic divide and conquer tactics used by the CCP, used by Iran, used by North Korea, used by Russia, used by all these other countries. And even Russia's better than we are right now in a lot of cases, to be honest with you, when it comes to free speech. But think about that for a minute. Who's actually winning in these boycotts? Who's winning? Because the workers... The people that work at these companies on both sides are the ones that are affected and their families and those children who they have to support and their houses that they have. The only one that's affected here are us, Americans, for both sides. While China's sitting back doing deals with all these big woke companies and these corporations and pushing this divide on America. And that's the first and foremost section of today. Now, while I agree with boycotts, because I'm not going to spend my money with places that I don't agree with what, what what they're saying and why they're saying it. Because I know they have an agenda. It still kind of sucks. It does kind of suck. So I just thought I'd get that out of the way because it's you know there is truth to that, and it it, it really it it's if you were to go and say we say we boycott Coca Cola right into non-existence. Okay, now. Let's look at it this from this point of view. If we watched a documentary of a family whose entire family works for some Coca-Cola plant somewhere, right? And their and their fathers and mothers worked at say this Coca-Cola plant and say it was a generational job in a small area where there's not a lot of jobs to get. And say for three generations they have been working for this company. Well, say just say in a hypothetical world that we all boycotted them into non-existence. But we didn't know that watching the documentary. We would be like, oh, that's sad. That's really bad. That's a, that's a, that's a, and Debbie said it right. It's casualties of war. Casualties of war. And it just, you know, I'm not saying that you shouldn't boycott because I'm boycotting. I'll boycott people all day long. But I just wanted to point out that there are casualties on both sides. And who's paying the price? We, the American people. Not China and not the Democrats. And that's the first and foremost section of today. We're going to follow that right up with the first Smarty Award. Now, I have a big bucket here with Donald Trump's face sitting on it. Okay? And on that bucket, that's the Smarty Award bucket. And Kim Valnez, who painted that great picture with the boots and the wings back there, she made these for me. So I got to start filling up the Smarty bucket. You know what I mean? Um, Ann says Trump Airlines. That's right. Trump Airlines, Trump Soda, Trump Wine, Trump Steaks, Trump... Trump communications, Trump social media, we'll just go on all that and we'll be good. And Kimberly Lake says we are at war, and she's 100% right. We are at war. Uh, but I just thought it was nice to to to, uh, to highlight it. That's all. Okay, Smarty Award. We're going to give the first one to a gentleman named Mark Meckler. Mark Meckler is the president of the Convention of States Action. So let's go ahead and give him his first Smarty today. And the Convention of States action, right now he's got 17 states signed on to this. Okay? Most recently he was in West Virginia. And I can't remember the last state he was in uh, today. But it's a long process for each state. 
okay? And what you really need is you need state legislature. You need, you need both the House and the Senate in each of these states to really sign on to this. Okay, so what you really need is red states, which is why you're seeing so much election integrity uh, happening right now. All right. So the conventions of the convention of states action by President Mark Meckler, um, he, his whole purpose here is to take back power from the federal government and give it back to the states. Washington's out of control. We all know it's a swamp. It's not a uh, it's not a, uh, you know, a, a farce or a conspiracy theory to know that the swamp runs everything. And the federal government was never meant to have that much power. That's why we have the Constitution. That's why we have the Bill of Rights. That's why we have the Declaration of Independence. That's why we have these founding documents so that we never, ever lost our republic. Okay? Building a republic is one thing. Keeping yourself as a republic is an entirely different beast. So, Mark Meckler... From the Convention of States actions, he has 17 states now who have signed on to this Convention of States, in which if you get 34 altogether, so he's halfway there, if you get 34, then you can actually change everything and take all the power back from the federal government. Now, is this going to happen? I don't know. He plans to have... His goal is to have all 34 by 2024. So he's going to work over 2021, 22, 23, and by 2024, he wants to have all all 34 states that he needs in order to call this convention of states. So who knows what can happen in the next three years? A lot of things can happen. But if the if the tide continues, if the trend continues under this woketopia world that the liberals live in, and they keep destroying things, and more independents wake up, and more Democrats wake up and start flipping sides, you might see 34. I mean, he's halfway there already. So let's keep an eye on that. We'll give him the Smarty Award of the day, and I think it's a wonderful thing. That's the only way we're going to take this power back um, in one big swoop, is by a convention of the states. Has it ever been done before? I don't know. I have to look up the history of that. I'm sure somebody who's watching the show right now could actually tell me if it's been done before off the top of their head. And Dennis says Article 5 of the Constitution. So we need this We need this convention. We're halfway there. So let's work on that over the next few years uh, amongst everything else that we're working on in order to fix this country, huh? Mm, okay, moving on. <clears throat> Ricky Bobby says the dude will probably end up dead. You're probably, you're not far from wrong. You're not far from wrong. Okay, moving on. Remember the story that we talked about last week, and I'm sure you do, it's hard to forget, of the 13-year-old and the 15-year-old girl who ha- uh, girls who had the taser and were trying to, to, to carjack the Uber driver, the Uber Eats driver. And then he ended up trying to get away, ended up crashing, and died. Remember that? Well, you'll be happy to know, ladies and gentlemen, because these girls were not white, because they were African-American, they got off. And I don't even like using that word. And none of my friends who are black like that, 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 that were African-American. They hate that. It's such a stupid, stupid uh, term to use to refer to somebody. Okay? Because every one of my friends who happen to be black, none of them even been to Africa. And they're like, i never even been there. So why call me that? So we're not even going to refer to people who happen to be dark-skinned as African-American. To me, it's an insult, honest with you. They're Americans. Period. So stop being racist and stop labeling them liberals stop trying to be politically correct to justify your racism liberals all right um so the 13 and the 15 year old girl who were charged with murder and carjacking to a 66 year old man named muhammad anwar they received a plea deal and a pretty sweet plea deal as it is i know they're 13 and 15 i know they're young it's a very, very thin line that you walk when you're talking about somebody who's a child or somebody who's an adult and trying them as one or the other, right? But these two girls will not see any prison facilities and they won't be held in any kind of probation or parole or anything past the age of 21. So they might get some supervision for the next six years, seven years, but they will do no jail time. Meanwhile, meanwhile, a 66-year-old man is dead is dead because their intent was to carjack him and tase him if they had to. They will see no prison time and they will not be held under any supervision past the age of 21. Now, let's play a game. Let's play a game called hypothetical. In a hypothetical world, let's say that that 13 and that 15-year-old were not dark-skinned. 
Let's say they were Caucasian. Let's say they were Saltine Americans, like myself. What do you think would be the top headline of every story from now until the end of this year? How many cities do you think would burn if it was a 13-year-old and a 15-year-old white kid tasing a Muslim 66-year-old man to try to steal his car? What do you think that the headlines would be? How many cities would burn? How many people would die? How many people would be injured? How many businesses would be burned and destroyed? How many people's lives would be turned upside down? How many prosecutors? How many attorneys? How many state rep, step, uh, state reps or anybody would be threatened? How many judges would be threatened if this was turned on its head? And it shouldn't be that way. It shouldn't be that way at all. But unfortunately, that's the country that we live in. And these two girls basically will get off scot-free. Should we riot? Should we go burn down cities and be stupid? Should we be dum-dums like the left and be petulant children and take our ball and go home? Unbelievable. Unacceptable. And unnecessary. We got about 2,400 people watching on YouTube alone. I don't know how many people uh, came through the website to watch. But if you could all please... Take this time to like the video and please copy it and just share it once to one of your social media pages. We can really get the word out there. All right. I want to talk about something else that's pretty important. San Francisco Department of Elections, all right, has approved a petition circulation to begin this week in an effort to recall part of the San Francisco Unified School District Board of Education. There are three members that belong to this San Francisco Unified School District Board of Education. Their names are Gabriela Lopez, Allison Collins, and, and Fauga Maliga. Don't know if I'm saying that name right. Don't know if it even really matters. Nobody cares. Anyway, these three... Uh, uh, not fine, uh, not upstanding citizens of this country, of their communities, have held kids back, have not let them back in school, and are basically holding our children's education hostage so that you can wear 17 masks and they can continue to get paid without doing their job. These three board members, uh, school board, uh, uh, unified school district board of education members, Gabriela Lopez, Allison Collins, and nobody I mean, Fauga Maliga, they were named in this recall paperwork and they have until September 7th to collect 51,325 signatures to get these school board members removed or at least take the first step in doing so. So if you live in the San Francisco area or you live in that in San Francisco, around San Francisco, try to pitch in, try to help, get a hold of uh, whoever's putting around this petition i'll try to find out who the who the people that are actually circulating it are the 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 uh the the founders of this uh petition but it's uh the the san francisco department of elections has has approved it to start circulating this week and we need to get all of these people out of every seat that they occupy that's ruining this country okay Ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is already. We get to give our first Dum Dum Award of the Day. <laughs> and that's going into the Swamp Ducky Bucket because we're talking about Woketopia Portland. I mean, Portland, Oregon. I'm sorry. It's just such a... It's just such a cesspool of wokeness up there with your autonomous zones everywhere and your police not doing anything because the mayor won't let them. But anyway, long story short, Woketopia, Portland, <laughs> Ida B. Wells Barnett High School, Ida B., I-D-A-B, Ida and then the letter B, Wells Barnett High School, has delayed a vote to adopt an evergreen tree for its new mascot. Okay. So right now, the mascot is not an evergreen tree. Right now, the mascot represents some animal. The school wanted to change the mascot to an evergreen tree to, I don't know, to signify where they live and who they are. Well, that vote has been put to a halt, ladies and gentlemen. You want to know why? Because the tree is racist. <laughs> Ha, <laughs> ha, 
The tree might be racist, ladies and gentlemen. Let me actually give you the full scope of it, okay? Here we are. <laughs> Ida B. Wells Barnett High School has delayed a vote to adopt an evergreen tree for its new mascot because some, some, they never name who, but some fear that such a mascot would be reminiscent of lynching. Reported by the Portland Tribune. It would be reminiscent of lynching. And some fear this could be the case. Let me let you in on a little secret, shall I? No black people think that. There's not a single black person in Portland, Oregon, who thinks that you should not have a mascot that is an evergreen tree because it is reminiscent of lynching. Not a single black person thinks that. Who thinks that are these woke, granola-eating, don't-shave-my-legs, don't-shave-my-armpits women who live in Oregon who hug trees and want the world to have unicorns and and, and leprechauns where you sit on rainbows and poop out Skittles. And find pots of gold. That is who think. That is the sum who fears that this could be racist. And it could be reminiscent of lynching. <laughs> Tree, the trees are racist. Ah, get away from me. Get away from me, you evergreen racist. Don't come near me. You'll give me fears of lynching. <laughs> it's a tree. It is a tree. <laughs> Addie says, where do these idiots come from? Portland, apparently. Amanda Collins says, Jeremy, this actually offends people of color. Are you talking about the tree? The tree does? I know lynching does. I know that. But nobody, I, be, I guarantee you that not a single person of color is afraid of the tree. Or thinks the tree is racist. Or, by seeing a tree on somebody's uniform, does any person of color think or reminds them of being of it being racist? <laughs> Amanda Collins says these people are psychotic. You're 100% correct. They are. And Amanda happens to be a person of color. I, even though that's weird, I'm a person of color too. I have peach-colored skin, don't I? I'm a saltine American. I have color too. But Amanda actually is a person of color, and she will tell you this is ridiculous and psychotic. Yes, people do have fears of lynching. I get that. But nobody's going to see an evergreen tree and go, oh, <laughs> no, not those days again. Oh, unbelievable. Um, <laughs> so moving on, let's let's wrap up the, the evergreen racist tree conversation real quick. Uh, President Trump actually got a small win in Supreme, uh, a small win in Supreme Court today. Um, not a big win, but a small win. And I got a new name for Amy Coney Barrett. Her new nickname is Amy Phony Barrett. So even though the bench is occupied by Amy Phony Barrett and Brett Cave to, Cave to them all, Kavanaugh, and Injustice John Roberts, even though it's occupied by those three, the Supreme Court actually reversed a federal court decision from a federal court of appeals that President Trump violated the Constitution by blocking his critics on Twitter. So we all know that if you are an elected official and you have a social media account, that you're not supposed to be blocking anybody. It's not against the Constitution. It's kind of just like etiquette. And I believe it's maybe in some bylaws of some you know, cities or, or, or municipalities. Okay, But anyway, President Trump was apparently, according to this federal court of appeals, violating the Constitution when he blocked his critics on Twitter. Well, that was reversed in Supreme Court today, and Supreme Court actually said, that's ridiculous. He did not violate the Constitution by doing that. But I do have to ask the question. For all of those people on the left and those woke, you know, hardcore raging TDS liberals who brought this case to a, to a, a court anyway and then went to a federal appeal, appeals court afterwards, um, if you believe that President Trump blocking people on Twitter is unconstitutional then wouldn't you blocking the President of the United States from speaking on that platform be unconstitutional? I mean, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But I would think that blocking the Commander-in-Chief 
from one of his major ways of reaching out to talk to the people that he represents and was duly elected by, I would think that blocking him from speaking is far worse than him blocking his critics who are just trolls from the left on his Twitter account. I don't know. I could be wrong, but that's, that's, there I go with logic again. You know what I mean? I mean, the left cares nothing about logic. When you say the word logic to the left, they say, Nobody cares. <laughs> you know, that's, that's what I get for thinking logically, I guess, huh? Now, speaking of logic, let's talk about Texas Governor Abbott real quick. So Greg Abbott, Abbott is doing a little boycotting of his own, okay? Um, he's going to be boycotting Major League Baseball, which, by the way, if you say those that acronym backwards, MLB, doesn't it translate to BLM? Hmm. Boy, I'm just breaking all kinds of fourth walls with logic here, ain't I? MLB, BLM. Anyway, Governor Abbott's boycotting MLB, which is really just Black Lives Matter backwards, by refusing to throw the opening pitch at the Texas Rangers opening game day. And I don't see nothing wrong with that. I don't see anything wrong with that. Like I said, I don't see anything wrong with people boycotting something that is very, very serious Although I wanted to highlight the fact that there's collateral damage on both sides. Okay, and that's the casualties of war. I get it. But I want to say shout out to, to Governor Abbott for actually standing up, uh, standing up, standing up to a corporation like Major League Baseball, who just hours before announcing that they were going to move the All-Star game, signed a multi-billion dollar deal with Tencent, the CCP-owned telecommunications giant. So, good for you, uh, Governor Abbott. And way for way to way to stick up um for the people of your of your state and stand up to these corporations. And you know what's funny? For years and years and years when I grew up, everybody had me believing that the Republicans and that the world's corporations were the ones in bed together. But now that I'm, you know, of sound mind and adult and have logic I realize that it's not the Republicans who are in bed with these large, woke corporations. It's the Democrats. And we're starting to see it. Had had this whole situation of November 3rd not played out the way it did, we wouldn't be finding out some of the things that we're finding out. And since knowledge is power and having truth is ideal and essential to winning any war, we needed to know who was who. And we're starting to find out who's in bed with the left and it's mostly these billion-dollar corporations. And by the way, talking about billionaires and scumbags and people on the left, George Soros just put in $20 million, $20 million to help Joe Biden's infrastructure plan move forward a little bit quicker. So if George Soros is giving the left, specifically resident Corn Pop and his merry band of nobodies and losers, $20 million, and all these corporations are coming out against election integrity and standing up for CCP and not Americans. Hmm. Are we starting to find out who's really with us and who's really against us, folks? Watch out. You might get fooled. There's an all-out attack right now on Christianity and Judaism. And I talked about this earlier on my 11 o'clock show. I said that there's nobody smiling more right now than the CCP. Because even though they have released this biological war on the world and destroyed every economy but their own, okay, they're doing this divide and conquer uh, tactic in America right now that is, that is right out in front. It's not even trying to be uh, hidden anymore. It's no secret anymore, okay? And one of the ways they're doing that, using the CCPV, is by making it so we can't go to our houses of worship. Because here's the other thing, too. For all you atheists and agnostics out there, let me ask you a question. If Christianity isn't real, God isn't real, and the things that people in the Jewish faith believe is not real, and none of that's real, and it's all just if it's all just hoopla, and it's all just kooky talk from people on the right, religious zealots clinging to their guns and their Bibles, why is all, always, throughout time, why are the major governments and the dictators of the world always trying to get rid of it? If it's nothing, if it's fake and it's phony, why are they always trying to get rid of it? Why are they trying to keep us out of our houses of worship? 
Why are they arresting people uh, who go uh, to worship at churches and at uh, synagogues? Why are they constantly trying to muzzle you, silence you, burn your books, and get rid of your faith? If it's fake and it's not real, then you shouldn't be worried about it, right? You should be arresting Antifa and BLM out in the streets constantly protesting, burning churches, burning flags, burning books, and destroying our communities. You don't want anything to do with them, though. You'd rather go into a church and start arresting people even if they're having an outdoor gathering, right? Don't believe me? Let me show you a video real quick. This is a video where, and this and this isn't in our country, but it's still against Christianity, where the police decide they're going to go in and they're going to start telling everybody in church, right in the middle of service, you have to leave. But if you listen to this pastor, who's Polish, and sounds like he's an older man, and sounds to me like he knows what communism is, sounds to me like he knows a little bit about this kind of stuff that's happened in the past, he wasn't having it. So let me just show you this video real quick and let me know what you think about it. Okay? Here we go. Please get out. Get out of this property. Immediately get out. Get out of this property. Immediately. Out. I don't want to hear anything. Out of this property. Immediately. I don't want to hear a word. Out. Out. Out of this property. Immediately until you come back with a warrant. Out. Out! 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 Out of this property! Immediately out! Immediately go out and don't come back. Don't, I don't want to talk to you. Not a word. Out of this property. Out of this property. Immediately out. I don't care what you have to say. Out! Out! Out of this property, you Nazis! Out! Out! Gestapo is not allowed here. Immediately, Gestapo is not allowed. Out! Do you understand English? Get out of this property. Go. So go. Go. And don't come back without the warrant. Out, Nazi. Out! Out! You understand? Nazis are not welcome here. Out! And don't come back without the warrant. Do not come back without the warrant. You understand that? Do not now, for those saying that this didn't happen in the U.S., yes, I know. I said it didn't in the beginning. I said it didn't happen in this country, but it's still happening to Christianity, and it is happening in this country. Even though this was in Canada, this same stuff is still happening in this country. Welcome here. Nazis are not welcome here. Gestapo is not welcome here. Do not come back, you Nazi psychopaths. Mm. Unbelievable, sick. Evil people, intimidating people in a church during the Passover, you Gestapo, Nazi, communist, fascists. Don't you dare coming back here. Can you imagine those psychopaths? Passover, the holiest Christian festival in a year, and they're coming to intimidate Christians. During the holiest festival, unbelievable. Now that, that's I, now that's that's the kind of standing up we need to do. Now, um, in, in a lot of cases, he probably would have been arrested. Okay, and who knows what they have planned for him next? But right there, right there at that moment, he was wearing the armor of God. Right there at that moment, he was wearing the armor of God, and he said. Fascists, Nazis, get out. Get out now. I rebuke you devils. Get out now. You fascist Nazi Gestapos, you are not allowed here. And that kind of that kind of tone, that kind of forcefulness, that kind of dedication, that kind of standing up, that's what needs to be done more often. Not just in churches, but that needs to definitely be done in houses of worship, in synagogues, in churches, and heck, even mosques. As much as I don't like to say that, I'm all about equality. That right there needs to happen more often. Shout out to him. Shout out for people like him standing up. And let me tell you all something who are coming after Christianity. Let me tell you something. You have you were unable to permanently kill Christ, Jesus, of Nazareth. 
You were unable to permanently silence his disciples. You were unable to burn the book from existence all throughout time. You were unable to make it so that the Bible wasn't the best-selling book of all time. By far, there's not even anything close. And you will not be successful in stopping the return of our Lord and Savior on this earth, Jesus Christ. Know that and act like you know that. Know your role. Shut your mouth. It will never happen. Not as long as people like this pastor stands up. Huge shout out to that man. Huge, huge shout out. Um, Something a little bit more... Um, well, it's not more important or more pressing, but it's something that you in California should know. If you live in the state of California, you should know this. You are not going to be able to successfully recall Gavin Newsom. And I'm going to tell you why. Because Nancy Pelosi, Stretchface Armstrong herself, her daughter, was caught saying, telling the plans of the Democrats in California. Do you want to know their plan to get around this recall? If you don't know, you're going to know after this, and I don't know what we do to prevent it. First of all, she said, and this was leaked out, and I don't know if she meant to say it, but she said it, and she revealed the plans of the Democrats. Now, one thing you got to know, Stretchface Armstrong, she runs the Democratic Party in, 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 uh, in California, okay? She might not officially be the one that runs the Democratic Party, but she runs the Democratic Party. So, here's their plan. Dianne Feinstein is going to retire soon. And the Senate will push her out. Chuckle Schumer and the rest will push her out when they need to push her out. Right now, right now they're keeping her there because they have a plan. This plan consists of the following. Gavin Newsom has the power as governor to appoint anybody he wants, including himself, to the Senate seat. To a Senate seat. Remember Rod, Rob uh, Blagojevich in Illinois? Remember, this thing is gold. He, they, the governor has the power to put somebody in that Senate seat until the next election. Until the next election. Here's the plan of the, uh, of, the, of the Democrats in California. If the recall effort looks like it's actually going to happen, and they're doing everything they can with signature verification and everything. Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny? Isn't that a little hypocritical? They didn't want signature verification. They don't want IDs in Georgia. They don't want signature verification. But in this case, they do. So if the recall effort actually looks like it's going to go through, here's the plan. Governor Gavin Newsom is going to appoint himself to the Senate seat. They're going to make Dianne Feinstein uh, retire. He's going to get her Senate seat. And then automatically the lieutenant governor there jumps up to the governor by default. And the Democrats keep control of California. That is their plan, according to Kristen Pelosi, which is Nancy Pelosi's daughter. That's their plan. For, and, and, and Rich Grinnell is, knows this, and he is right in the middle of fighting for it, which is why Rich, Rick, uh, Rick Grinnell actually started a 501c4, and he's actually trying to sue every county in the state for everything that they've done to the American people over the last couple of years. So their plan to hold on to the, to, the, to the seat and to keep a Democrat who they can control in there is to push Dianne Feinstein out, Gavin Newsom, appoint himself to be the senator from the state, which that would mean he would be in D.C., and the lieutenant governor would jump up and be the governor of the state. That is their plan, ladies and gentlemen. That's their plan. It's sick. But at least if you know the truth, and at least if you have... Uh, have their plan, you might be able to do something about it in California. I don't know what you do. I don't know what you do. Jennifer Joslin says it won't work. Let's hope not. But everything points to it would work. And here's the other thing. Even if he doesn't appoint himself to be the senator, say Dianne Feinstein says, I'm not quitting. I'm not going anywhere. He can still step down as governor before the recall happens. And the lieutenant governor ju jumps up to his spot. And then the recall effort is void. It's, it's null and void because the recall effort is only to remove Gavin Newsom. And, in court, and, and, and then uh, you would have a special election. But if he leaves beforehand and the lieutenant governor becomes the governor, you're out of luck. You are completely out of luck. No more recall if, that, if that's the way they go. And believe me, the Democrats will kill their own. Look what they're trying to do to, go, to uh, Andrew Cuomo in New York. The governor, the, the Democrats will kill their own to keep power. Uh, Stephen Bryant says Scott Pressler needs to know this. He does know this. Scott does know this. So those who are those who are out there in California who are fighting, keep that in mind. They are crafty. 
They are sneaky. Look what they did in November 3rd. Okay? Now, I want to show you another video real quick from Spirit Airlines. Earlier today, a Jewish couple who had a special needs child, they had a two-year-old daughter, and the, the wife was pregnant, was removed from the airline. Now, at first, I said she. What I meant to say was he. There was a male flight attendant who made the junior flight attendant, who was a female, kick them off the plane because the two-year-old was eating without a mask. I don't know how you're supposed to eat with a mask. I think liberals just want you to wear edible masks and you wear like 20 of them and you just keep shoving food in your mouth and eating the edible mask as you go. I don't know. I don't know how you eat otherwise. But the two-year-old was not wearing a mask. Well, a two-year-old doesn't even have to wear a mask. However, she definitely doesn't have to wear a mask if she's eating. Well, she was eating. The flight attendant came and called the police, kicked them off the flight. And I'm going to show you that video. Right now, I won't show you the whole video because it's quite long, but I'll show you pieces and parts of it. Okay, so here we go. Baby? Wearing a mask. Who's wearing a mask? 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 Okay, so I'm going to fast forward the video a bit. I want to show you them leaving the plane. A lady over here heard someone on the phone before we even got on the plane that they were planning this. Okay. But, uh, before I even walked on the plane. The captain was okay with it. The whole plane was okay with it. But there was one, there was one African American that was not okay with this. Why? You're not complying. What do you mean? Not complying. Pregnant lady. Baby, I just turned two. I could have got her a free seat. And wrote that she's not two. She just turned two, but I paid for her seats because because I'm honest. Okay, I could have wrote she's not two, right? She doesn't have a license. And especially style, right over here. You have seizures. Okay. Thank you. Special needs you know, child. Waiting the entire flight. Bunch of anti-Semites. Having your own family. All right, did you see that cop there too? The cop was even being a jerk. He's like, don't put your hands on me. Move, move. All right. I'm going to give you an update, ladies and gentlemen, on this story. Because it's not a sad ending. It's actually somewhat of a happy ending. So that was Spirit Airlines. Spirit Airlines is terrible anyway. Okay, I've flown them a few times. They're literally like the bottom of the barrel. They are the, 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 the bottom of the barrel when it comes to airlines. However, however, the top brass at Spirit Airlines after this happened 
actually said no. That was the wrong move. Okay, now even though the entire plane had to deplane and everybody had to get off, they let everybody back on. It was it was obviously a waste of time, waste of money. Everybody was delayed, but they let everybody back on, including the couple with the children, and they kicked off the flight attendant who made the call to begin with. So, you've seen the female flight attendant was the one that actually called the cops and kicked them off, but it wasn't her call. It was the senior flight attendant who happened to be a, a, a man, and he ordered the flight attendant who you saw to kick them off. So what happened was Spirit Airlines said, no, that is not our policy. That was the wrong move to make. And they actually kicked him off the flight. And apparently there's word that he's going to be fired for doing that. So I want to give, you know, as much as I don't like Spirit Airlines, I'm not saying I don't like the, the people that work there. I, didn't, I don't like the flight itself. Never did like them. But I got to give them a round of applause. Because while Delta, while Southwest, while American and United are all trying to be woke and trying to kick people off planes and trying to boycott Georgia and trying to boycott everybody. These people right here, Spirit Airlines, actually stood up, said nope, kicked the flight attendant off the plane and let everybody reboard, including this family, and let them go on about their business. Now, I don't know what happened to the female flight attendant, but she was just doing what she was told to do. So, if you want to reach out to Spirit Airlines and tell them how much you... Um, despise what that flight attendant did, but how much you encourage them to continue to make the decisions that they made there at the end, um, that would be, that would be the right thing to do because you know what? We got to stand up for people who make the right choices like Kirsten Cinema, like uh, Joe Manchin, and we got to support them and we got to let them know that they did not make the wrong decision because you know, you know, dang well, ladies and gentlemen, that the left is going to come after uh, Spirit Airlines now for, for not caving to their woke agenda, okay? Um, so, I wanted to show that to you. Now I'm going to play you an audio clip of the last Dumb Dumb Award of the day, okay? Now, you might not be able to hear this very well. I could not find a video clip of it, so i got to play you the audio from my phone. This is, I want to stay fair, so this is a rhino that we are going to give this Dumb Dumb Award to. We're going to give it to Mitch McChina. It wasn't long. He's only been about a week and a half since he's got a Rhino Dum Dum Award. But you know what? He opens his tired, lying, CCP-infested mouth every once in a while. And this time, praising Dr. Fauci. Yeah, Mitch McChina praising Dr. Fauci as reliable. So hopefully you can hear this. Here we go. I'm just curious if you still have total confidence in Dr. Fauci, as you said um, several months ago. Yeah, I, I, I think he's the, the principal person we've relied on for the last couple of years. Uh, that's become somewhat controversial, I gather. But we have to take advice from somebody and from myself. Looking at his history and background, uh, he's the most reliable witness I've seen. I'm just curious. If <laughs> Given his history and his background, he's the most reliable source that I've seen, and he's the guy that we've been relying on this whole time. Uh, Mitch McChina. <laughs> Rhino bucket. Ooh, I like when I throw him in there because that means we're actually getting rid of people who are wolves in sheep's clothing. Okay? Mitch McChina. He's reliable. He's the one that we've been relying on this entire year. <laughs> My wife's part of the CCP. <laughs> ah, what a dumb dumb. What a dumb dumb. Ladies and gentlemen, if you go to jeremyherald.com, you can get this new Armor of God shirt. And you can get it in big and tall because we have a big and tall section now for people that are over uh, size 2X. You can go all the way up to, I think, 5 or 6X. So check that out on JeremyHerald.com. Get your new Armor of God shirt. Um, and every time that you buy a, uh, a shirt or, or a coffee cup or something off my store, 10% of that for the month goes to a family farm like the Folk Family Farm in Kansas who just ended up getting 1500 bucks. I pitched in 500, somebody else matched it, and then somebody else, else matched that. So the Folk Family Farm, Chad and Mandy, um, through, the, through, your, through your hard times, through your tough times, through chemotherapy, through running the farm, through being a mom, 
children and running the farm while your husband gets better by the grace of God, but that with the armor of God, uh, we got to send that money to them. So make sure you guys check out the store. If there's anything that you want to get on there for a present or a gift, I'm sure people on here would let you know that they really like the stuff that they got. And please, if you can, consider becoming a monthly donor right on the donor section up top. Just like you would subscribe to Netflix or, or Hulu or anything like that uh, as we grow into digital TV because I do not take sponsorship, corporate sponsorship money. It all comes from viewers like you, like Right Side Broadcasting. So if you can uh, find that in your uh, in your finances to do that, I would appreciate it. Thank you guys very much. Um, I will see you tomorrow at 11 a.m. for more Live from America. And remember, until then, just remember, there's right ways and there's wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. There's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God and no weapon, and I mean no weapon formed against you, will ever, ever prosper. God bless you. Share this video. I will see you tomorrow at 11 a.m. for more Live from America. Have a wonderful evening, ladies and gentlemen. See you later.